When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coming up. Coming up. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And you're back. I'm excited. I, I, I love it. Love it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Purdy dropping back. I can't talk enough about the boys and how incredible the piece he's been for us. Because he had to obviously prove that he's capable of leading us to where we are now. The Rich Eisen Show. I appreciate the time. At Fred underscore Warner on both Twitter and Instagram. Today's guests. Bengals running back, Joe Mixon. ESPN NFL analyst, Matthew Hasselbeck. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live in Los Angeles, California. Live from the uh, the spot where my jacket matches the color scheme. That's called the Roku channel. It's, uh, you know, R- Roku's uh, purple, um, but, uh, you know, we have a blue color scheme yeah, here, and it's an great. odd way to start the show, but I just want to say the Roku <laughs> channel's free. Uh, and we're live on it. We're live on the Roku channel every single day on the Rich Eisen Show. Roku devices, all of them, have the Roku channel, the RokuChannel.com. If you want to use the Roku app, because, you know, it is one of those worlds where we're on our phones all the time, uh, great, because the Roku channel is on the Roku app. That's free to get the app, and the Roku channel is free there as well. Amazon Fire TV, select Samsung Smart TVs. That's how you can see us every day. We say hello to our radio listeners, Terrestrial Radio Network, Sirius XM, Odyssey, our podcast listeners who are smart enough to get this in a podcast form all three hours every day uh, on the Cumulus Podcast Network. So check us out. And we uh, we say hello to you, Chris Brockman. Uh, first up, hey, how are you? Hey, Rich, I'm great. Are you really? Because you were in a mood this morning. I'm Everybody should be fired. <laughs> Everyone sucked. Mood. I'm not in a mood, Rich. People okay. people mistake the truth for a mood. Yeah. And as Jack once told us, <laughs> can't handle the truth. You know what? That's not a bad T-shirt. Don't mistake the truth. The truth for a mood. For a mood. Yeah. Okay. But what if it's not the truth? I like it. Truth according to you, TJ. Good to see you over there, TJ. Let's go to you next. Let's just change it up since we're talking. How are you, sir? Well, I mean, like you said, uh, getting stuff on your phone, that's all I'm going to be able to do today because, as you can tell, I don't have a laptop, so we're going to run strictly off of the Okay, uh, so like in terms of truth and a mood, uh, the truth is this is a Clippers town. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right, facts. Right. Yeah, that's facts. a truth. That's a truth. But, but the, reality, mood, the mood is it's a Lakers town. Or the truth is it's a Lakers town, and the mood is it's a Clippers town. I think that's that's more, it. That's the one. More, more I mean, they've beaten the Lakers ten in a row now. Yeah, that happened I mean, last night. Well, according that's, to Twitter last night, LeBron did did all the amazing things, and I and then I look at the score, and they're down by twenty. So which is it? 
Chris doesn't want to just admit LeBron has great, is going through a great moment. Right he is now. going through a he great just, moment. He yeah. is. Uh, and so is Jay Felly. Good to hey, see you, Jason hey. Felly. Hey. Where's What's Mike? Up? Where's Del Tufo? Yeah. Uh, you know. Del Tufo was right. Oops, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have everything ready. Oh, wow, I was wondering if he, he paid you to put to hit that first right. drop first. I Del Tufo right away. <laughs> it's uh, Championship Wednesday. What's yes. that, you say? What's that, you say? What is that, Rich? Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Championship Wednesday is essentially a construct we at NFL Network help create. Oh, we're fact. That is a that is a fact. Fact, undeniable. Fact. It was a busy day with Championship Wednesday. Well, Championship Wednesday is the day because you know Wednesday is usually the day quarterbacks talk and coaches talk with their quarterbacks and star players. They open up the locker room, and so I guess some some executive uh, back in the day uh, for NFL Networks like let's make the teams all have staggered times when they talk and we'll air it. And I remember as a host, I'm like, okay, new content, I'm in, because that's what I was there to do. That's what NFL Network was born to do, was take things that are just normally, regularly done, package them as events, eventize them. It's like, say, uh, uh, paperwork, like uh, scheduling the schedule coming out. It's just paperwork. That's all it is. All it it's is, just paperwork. Man. Not anymore. That's all it is. The draft is just paperwork. Let's just like wait, you're choosing who? Oh, we could do that in two seconds, right? We could just we, we could just we could just click and point in a, uh, with a mouse on a computer screen right now. But no, we'll 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 make it a three day event. Long story short, pump and circumstance. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, but at, at any rate, so today everyone's talking, and it's a whole to do. You know, everybody's going to get up there. And by the way, they're spreading it out. Tomorrow's when they're talking, too. It's now two days. It's now a two-day banger. Man, you, NFL is just every... They're going to oh. invent a day of the week, I think, to do stuff on. But oh. today is the day Mahomes talks. Apparently, oh, he's scheduled to talk in about 45 minutes. And maybe he should just pull a full Aaron Rodgers, which is take his shoe off and, and his sock <laughs> off and just put his foot on the table and say, see, this is what I got, you know, or interview his foot. You know, have Rex Ryan do a one-on-one. Oh boy! You know, <laughs> I just want the record crack to reflect. I want the record to reflect. I did not make that joke. Officially, <laughs> cracking myself up. <laughs> Hilarious! Hey, it's a weird day. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I crack myself up. The, the that's the story. Defeat. I mean, this is a story, right? That's all. It is. It's the story. And, and, and we're just waiting. We're waiting and waiting. And you're like, well, this Vegas must know something because there was a minus this, and now it's minus that, or it's plus this. Used to be minus all that business. They must know. Look, we're it. it, it he's going to play. It's going to kick off, and the question is going to be: What percentage of Mahomes do we get? And is that better than most quarterbacks? And for sure, it's not going to be better than Joe Burrow. One would think, unless Mahomes is just you know doing a, his latest Mahomes thing that everyone's going to accuse us in the media of gushing over is to play on a high ankle sprain as if it's just like a, a potential ingrown toenail, which is very painful. I've I understand. Had those, yeah. I understand. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, we're we're just trying to fill time until the inevitable happens, which is kicking off. And that's the way we, we do in this business when there's only two games left and wait till there's just only one game left and there's a bye week in between this weekend and, and, and that game being known as the Super Bowl. Uh, and one thing that I'm seeing out there I kind of want to hit is that legacies are on the line on this Sunday. And you could say, yeah. I mean, legacies are really only on the line, particularly when it comes to 
Super Sunday. That's for sure. Legacies are on the line in that game. The difference between winning and losing. Perfect example uh, are the Harbaugh's, right? My coach at Michigan is supposedly dying to get back in the NFL. Can't wait to get back in the NFL. For some reason, hasn't gotten back in the NFL, despite you know playing footsie with the NFL for two <laughs> straight Januaries. And the reason why is he didn't get the ring and his brother did. You know, flip those scripts and who knows. Uh, also, how about this one? You want to talk about legacies being different on Super Sundays? Uh, Bill Callahan and John Gruden. Oh, how were legacies changed on that day? Wow. Good one. Okay. I mean, so, so the concept that a legacy is on the line between Burrow and Mahomes, I think is ridiculous, quite honestly. Now, you could sit there and say, well, that means one gets back to the Super Bowl in consecutive years, and that is a legacy-building thing. Yeah, for sure. But it's not like Mahomes and Burrow are, you know, like searching for uh, the cocoon at the bottom of the pool house here. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're on the ascent. Boba, that's the crazy thing about Mahomes. He's 27. How stupid is that? He's 27. He's accomplished more at age 27 than most people do at age 77. I mean, Peyton Manning didn't win his first playoff game until he's 27. Look at Mahomes playing in his fifth AFC championship game. So he loses this weekend, and the narrative will be Burrow is this Superman's kryptonite, and so are the Bengals, and the Bengals are a better team than the Chiefs. You could say that this for sure. But then that part of the narrative that he's surpassed Mahomes in terms of legacy is ridiculous. Because there's still more to be written. And by the way, everybody thinks that, you know, they're on a different tier now from Josh Allen. That's also ridiculous. Josh Allen can win three of the next four. Who's saying no to that? So I don't think legacies aren't. What we're seeing are stories being built with three incredibly generationally talented quarterbacks who are young and in the same conference and are knocking each other off. Last year, Mahomes knocked off Allen. This year, Burrow knocked off Allen. Last year, Burrow knocked off Mahomes. This year, Mahomes can knock off Burrow. And I think we're going to see that cycle play out. Now, if Allen continues to be the one that's knocked out more than the others, then we can talk. But there's still so much more road to go. So much more road to go. Certainly since at some point this year, Burrow's going to get paid, and at some point Chase is going to get paid, and how does that change the dynamic of the roster build? In the same way that the Bills roster got, you know, build is different because Allen's on a second contract, and he's got Diggs who's pizzayed, and the Chiefs decided not to pizzay their guy, sent him to Miami, and Mahomes is on a second contract. That is absurd that apparently Brett Veach has no problems building around. We just have to see how it all plays out. I saw that Orlovsky tweet, Dan Orlovsky tweeting out that Josh Allen is on the same tier as Mahomes and Burrow, and I saw that and a number of people responding to it that, um, that that's not the case. It's just like, are you out of your mind? Come on now. But the legacy that Burrow can build with a championship, you could say that's on the line. If he, you know, if he loses, he can't complete that at this young age. His ascent of being the next Brady. You know, that's on the line. Can he, can he not win this year? And can Mahomes add his second? That's all on the line. That 
the opportunity to build on a growing legacy in the Super Bowl, that is on the line here. And it's also on the line for Kyle Shanahan and Sirianni. I mean, if one of them gets to the Super Bowl, if Shanahan gets to his second Super Bowl in four years, they're in their third NFC Championship game in four years. This is the sort of thing that the Eagles hope that they can build. And not talking about Jalen Hurts' legacy and what this would mean for him. Oh, my goodness gracious. Come on. To get to the Super Bowl. And what if they win it? Yeah. Against Joe Burrow. Hurts versus Burrow. You know, the SEC Championship and the National Football League. Amazing. <laughs> you know? Guy gets benched in front of the, the, oh, the whole country my gosh. and has to transfer. S- now he's a Super Bowl champ. Exactly. And this is all stuff that would be on the line on Sunday. And, of course, these are big games and legacies get built when you make a Super Bowl. But to sit here and say Burrow's better than Mahomes, that's it. Be two years in a row, Mahomes is less than. Allen can never do it. Look, this year was sorely disappointing for the Bills. Sorely disappointing that they didn't get past the divisional round. That their one playoff win was a struggle against a Miami team that was the seventh seed playing their third string quarterback at home. That is not the way I drew it up when I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Prior to week one. You and 90% of the sports. No doubt. Kaput. They are out. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. But what I'm saying is, is that, yeah, Allen's story is not yet written. Nor are these guys. So Burrow beats Mahomes. That's just another notch on his belt as he's ascending as potentially the best AFC quarterback, winning quarterback at the moment. There's so many good AFC quarterbacks. I know that. That's why I just want to put to rest that in this day and age, you lose, you suck, and you're never going to be good. <laughs> put that to bed. Yeah. Can we split screen and argue? Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, he'd be 4-0 against Mahomes. I mean, that's not nothing. No, I know that. But I, but you can't sit here and say Mahomes is no, but they're also never going to do it. Yeah, and they're in their mid twenties. They have we have think about it. We have potentially fifteen years left of this rivalry. Correct. Can you imagine? Well, of all three of them, and Herbert can and, and Herbert and, and Lawrence and Lawrence and wherever Lamar Jackson goes. Come on, it's awesome. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I mean, I said he's going to be top twelve. Russell year. Wilson's resurgence. Who's Wherever it, he rides, head coach? I don't know. And Tom Brady, we'll for find the that next out. Ten years, and I want to. Yeah. That's right. Ten don't more forget. Years of Brady. Don't forget. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers might join the conference. That's what I'm saying. And on all those fronts, uh, Albert Breer, hour three. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Hasselbeck's going to join us. It's been uh, a long time. It's been a long time since he's joined us. It's been a too long. You know, I my brother. I know. <laughs> a lot of people think you're the lost Hasselbeck. I've been getting that since high school. I know. So <laughs> I miss uh, my <laughs> it'll be a nice reunion. Top of hour two. Um, and uh, uh, first up's Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey. The other Joe? I mean, he was there first. He was. True. Uh, but, and he's going to be here first on this program. Also on this show, 
the Associated Press, which is the keeper of the flame of all the year-end awards for the National Football League, announced finalists. Five MVP finalists, five coaching finalists, which means the voting tabulation has been done and they've announced who the top five are. We just don't know the order. I will order them for the coaches. I've got a top five coach of the year um, candidates using the five finalists. I'm going to order them the way that I would vote for them if I was given a vote. Uh, And then... We're going to review your work, Chris. Hey. I have here on this piece of paper uh, 10 overreaction Monday statements from the season. Five that are really um, awful. Awful. Just Terrible. Way off. They were way <laughs> off when you said them. But I, in the moment, I'm overreacting. Got it. To whatever happened. The and, then, and then five that were just, you were a seer. You were a Nostra Brockman. You went right through it. Also, the point is for him to say something just as outlandish. I, know. I don't think people understand that. It's but, a tough concept on YouTube. But deep <laughs> down, deep down, that, that that if you will, mood he feels is the truth. <laughs> at the at that time. At the time. At the time. Every overreaction you truth. say, you it comes from the from from the heart. I partly believe it. You do. It's not a lie if you believe it. Yes, exactly. So it's not an overreaction if you believe it. So the bad ones are like, I was just overreacting. The good ones are like, absolutely, I saw that. Called it. Nailed it. It's not a lie. Thank you, George. If you believe it. Let's take a break here. (laughs) And then there's you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Roku channel and so much more. The Rich Eisen Show. Joe Mixon of the AFC North and potentially AFC champion once again. Bengals coming up. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, I'm sitting right here at the Rich Eisen Show desk, uh, the Granger desk, uh, with supply. Yeah, the Granger desk with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. 
Joe Mixon calling into this program? He's uh, making his way to a phone right now or something He's like that? He's doing his best, yeah. Very good. Joe might be making him run extra routes. You never know. We'll see how it goes. Do you want me to do that uh, poll question about the quarterbacks? Sure, go ahead. How, do you, how do you, should I word uh, it? I, I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, which 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 quarterback would you put the final four uh, from the AFC in there? Throw Trevor Lawrence in. Right? Oh, okay. Which AFC quarterback would, would you take to start your team or something? I mean, what do you want to do? Sucks you do most. whatever you want to do. Whatever you think is the most Out, crazy. outrageous thing. Yeah. Well, how about which quarterback retires with the most rings? There you go. Because Mahomes has one and everyone else has zero. Right? Right? Yeah. Should I ask that question of uh, our first guest? Sure. Okay. Ask, he, he's uh, he's, he's uh, going to the AFC Championship game once again, and uh, he's back here on the Rich Eisen Show, and we're thrilled that he has taken the time out of his busy Wednesday schedule before taking on the Kansas City Chiefs again. Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Joe? Man, I'm doing – I'm blessed, man. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. Uh, ask him the poll question, Chris. Go ahead. Ask Joe Mixon the poll question. <laughs> hey, it's just so tough. We're just throwing this out there just for fun. Uh, which AFC quarterback of the Final Four retires with the most rings? Joe Burrow, Ooh. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence. Who is it? One more time. It's your quarterback and three others. Your guy and then <laughs> the guy you're playing this weekend, the guy you just beat, and the guy with the gray hair, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'm dead. Can I, uh, I, I'll say Joey B for there sure. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Joe I mean, Mixon. Great answer. Great, great answer. answer. Good answer. It's I, like family I, feud. I, but after that, though, I, I, I will say Mahomes for sure. He is that good. He is that good. I agree. But what is it like being in the huddle with Burrow? Snow coming down, people going crazy. Joe Mixon. What's it like? It's- to be real, man, it's it's uh it's amazing. I mean, I see Burrow the way he come to work and prepare each and every day at um, practice and things like that. Even in the meeting room, like just his attention to detail and uh, to never basically any moment is never too big for him, man. So when he in that huddle, I mean, just his poise, like I just I just love everything about it. It, it, it definitely. Um, uh, it's like a trickle effect in our huddle, though. It's about to say, how contagious is that when he gets in the huddle? And again, everything's going crazy. Tough third down, snow coming mm-hmm. down, you know, yeah. season on the line and, and things of that nature. Joe? I mean, pretty much, man, there's it's no flinch from him. I mean, he's literally in the biggest moments, man. Like, he, he thrives under those. Like, it's like he almost he almost wants to be in that uh, situation. I mean, he, do, he doesn't have to, but in the times that he does, man, like, He's always thriving under the pressure. So uh, one thing about it is I, I, I love everything about it for him. And, you know, we're, we as fans watching games on TV and, you know, you're, you've been playing in some big games, certainly the last couple years, uh, Joe Mixon, where there's 20 cameras. So there's one always trained on Burrow, always. Yeah. I've never yeah. once seen like a tablet throw. I've never seen a, a, a voice raised. I've never seen it. Does he ever lose his cool? Ever? No, never. I mean, really? it's more, you know, it's almost like a, you know, let, let's go, boys. Let's do it. It's time to go. But it's never no, you know, him getting out of character or, you know, just that extra, uh, you know, some guys, they, they tend to, you know, raise their voice a little bit to try to get guys going. But um, he, he's just calm, cool, and collected, as, as you see, man. That's that's You see what you get. Joe Mixon here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. And, 
you know, uh, I, I just haven't spoken to you in a, in a few weeks or, or months. The one time I did see Burrow not have that face, uh, that just uh, stone face, was uh, the night when the Bills were in your house and DeMar Hamlin was on the turf. Can you just walk me through that night, your recollections of it, Joe Mixon, and how it still resonates with you today? Joe. Yeah, man. Um, that was a very um, emotional night for especially guys around the football league. I mean, not you can't even really just say specifically for the teams on the field, but, you know, just seeing things around the league, man, it's, you see a lot. And we get pretty much uh, desensitized to, you know, the injuries. And I feel like with concussions or you see concussions, you see broken legs, you see, you know, guys tear hamstrings, you see like just – you know, gruesome injuries, and it's uh, it's more so, uh, you know, he gets off the field and a standing ovation or whatnot, and it's a play on, you know, keep it moving, and it's almost not like nobody really cares about the player, but it's, it's, it's a next play type of deal. And with that situation, it just was – it was definitely an unfortunate situation, but the best part about it was my man made it through. No so. doubt. Definitely a blessing to, to uh, hear that. No yeah. doubt, no doubt, and and that you know it, it to me it it reminded us of the the fragility of folks like you, Joe, who play the game and put it out on the line and kind of yeah. put that in the recesses of your mind, and then it was put right in front of your face in the most frightening yeah. manner possible, and then it was sure. also after he got better a celebration of the humanity of the game and. and and fans, you know, all of us with our hearts in our throat all week. I felt like I was sitting in an emergency room for 72 hours waiting for the good news to come back, and it finally did. That's the way it felt to me, you know? Trust me. We, we all felt like that, and we all uh, – I felt like we all suffered from it. But at the same time, it was a big relief once my man started speaking and um, bouncing out from uh, where he was, you know, his state. And then, of so, course, you know, the fact that we, 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 we were able to, thanks to his recovery – uh, get back to the the matter of football, Joe Mixon, and and the idea that um, you know a a neutral site AFC Championship game had been set up in advance and plans were made and things had to be made in advance for plans. Uh, the subtext of it was the Bengals were going to lose. Uh, was that in any way, shape, or form brought to the fore prior to the game uh, last week for you to chew uh, on in the locker room? I mean, I think it was more so that, you know, we obviously seen it and, um, you know, you could say whatever you want about it. I mean, to be honest, um, we basically, the best thing about us right now, um, with that being said, Mm -hmm. is we had the opportunity to change that narrative and we did. And I think that we thrived under the situation of what happened and, um, we just been getting hit with obstacles, and we've been getting through them uh, with no problem. So we just got to keep on keeping on, and I think everything is uh, our best football is yet ahead. Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so um, your keys, what do you got for me that you're willing to share for the AFC Championship game going into Arrowhead again? Joe, what do you got? Right, for sure. Uh, I mean, basically, you know, us obviously got to execute. That's first and foremost. I think if you execute the game plan, you have a great chance of winning. Um, Also, number two, I will say is ball security. I think our offense does a great job with protecting the football at all costs. Um, Our quarterback, receivers, running backs, tight ends, and everybody, you know, that's, you know, touching the ball. 
It does a great job, and I think for our defense is basically creating turnovers. Obviously, winning the turnover margin, um, you know, plays a huge factor in it. So uh, it definitely comes down to it. But at the same time, we just got to play our style of football and taking care of the football, and we'll be okay. How much conversation about Mahomes' ankle going on in your neck of the woods, Joe? Honest, really, I haven't heard nothing from it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's dealing with, you know, uh, I don't know how severe it is, but at the same time, like. I mean, no matter what, we know he's going to play. So it doesn't. It it really doesn't matter. And there, at this point, there's no excuses, you know. So, um, you know, I hope I hope Mahomes get better. I mean, he's a friend of mine. I knew Mahomes for uh, probably about eight nine years now. And um, you know, obviously, I hope he gets better. Um, I mean, obviously, I want the advantage, <laughs> but you know, to be real, you know, like I said, I just hope she gets better and. Um, you know, bounce back from it. Do you go back to college days with him? What do you go back to yeah, with him? For sure. College days. Okay. When was the first time you met him? You got a story? Uh, it was out in Norman um, when, you know, he came out to Norman. We played them, and um, that was my first time actually meeting him. And we probably talked for a few minutes after the game. And uh, he just really respected how, you know, I played and, you know, obviously vice versa. And then, you know, we pretty much kept that relationship through uh, – college and through the league man you know he he actually checks in on me from time to time and you know i do the same so you know it's cool to have that relationship with I'm, I'm going to take a shot at this one i know you didn't match up at all uh in college but um hurts jalen hurts in his one time at oklahoma was one run there did you do you have any relationship with him do you know him at all joe mixon um, you know? yeah I, I, I know i know him a little bit not you know on a personal level right um i've definitely met him probably twice and three times now and um great great kid or a great guy i should say yes. um, he's a grown man yeah. right he's a grown ass man now that guy yeah. for sure uh, he, he's definitely one of the most respectable human beings that i've ever been around and uh everything about him man um i, I rock with so he's joe, a fan of mine joe mixon here on the rich eyes and show all right in a few minutes i have left with you what would it mean to get back to the super bowl after what happened last year Joe. Yeah, um, it'll, it'll mean everything, man, to, you know, really get back and um, be able to dial in and just basically pick up where we left off. I mean, we left a lot on the table last year, and we know um, uh, we learned from that. And I feel like with us being an um, experienced group and being in that situation, we know, uh, how to, we know how to get there and we know how to basically um, how to overcome that situation. And I feel like – um, with the guys that we have in this locker room right now, man, we all just ready to seize the opportunity in front of us. So uh, we just got to keep honing in on the game plan. Once we, get, you know, obviously, um, you would love to get back to the Super Bowl, but you know, we take care of these Chiefs, man, and everything else is out in the making. Well, I mean, you know, you 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 came to Cincinnati in the 2017 draft here, so you have seen you you've seen the the lows, and you've been through what. Uh, you know, the transition and now what appears to be a very well-oiled winning machine. Um, So, uh, I I mean, what is it like for you to just be in the midst of this remarkable run, not just this year, but the last couple for you? Yeah, man. Um, Obviously, uh, being in this here situation, um, being uh, from being from on both sides, uh, from the losing part and then obviously now reaping the benefits and winning, um, just mainly – taking everything all in and living in the moment. 
um, because, you know, it's, it's been a lot of greats that's never even been in this here position. And um, you got to always take the lows with the highs and the highs with the lows. So um, you never want to get too high and you want, never want to be too low on yourself. So you just got to, you know, keep that balance. And obviously when you win, you celebrate. And um, once you win, you turn the page and get ready for the next opponent. But I definitely feel like by me being around here, um, uh, it definitely built a lot of cre- uh, or character in me, you know, winning and losing. So you just got to keep on doing whatever you can, um, keep pushing. And I know for a fact, you know, the table is a turn. So we're he's, he's just ready to get over the hunt, man. So uh, what's it going to be like Saturday night, night before the game? Uh, final team meeting. Can you walk me through it? Does Burrow speak? Do you speak? Does somebody speak? What what what, what what's it going to be like night before? Yeah, um, I I think you know Zach could talk to us um, mm-hmm. like he does each and every week, and I feel like uh, we're going to approach it just like how we have been. I mean, if if we feel the need that one of the captains or even somebody else on the team needs to speak, then hey, they all for we all for it, man. But at the same time. Man, we we ready. When I tell you we ready to seize the moment and seize the opportunity, um, I, I just I could look at my guys in the locker room, on the field, um, in the in the in the room, the meeting rooms. Guys are just dialed in and ready to go, man. So um, I know for a fact is we really don't need no we no prep talk. We all know it's at stake. It's win or go home, and it's win and go it's win and go to the Super Bowl. So uh, we want to wait now, and we're gonna put we're gonna do everything to hone in on the game plan to become successful and um when this game comes sunday last one for you joe mixon did the league find you for flipping a coin on the field in week 18 did that happen did the league find you they, they did um okay we, we, all, we had a hearing uh this past week i'm hoping to hear something back any day hmm. uh from mine so hopefully okay. uh you know i hear some good news about it okay so uh how much was the fine if you don't mind me asking joe I want to say about like thirteen racks or something like that. Thirteen racks. Uh, and what coin did you? What, what what actual coin was it? What actual? Man, I, had, I probably had the most shiniest quarter you could pull out. <laughs> <laughs> so twenty five cents turned into thirteen racks is what you're saying. Okay. Hey, I, t- I tell you that was the worst investment ever. All right. And so and so what? What's your defense? What, what you know? What I mean, when you're saying you're hearing, what do you say? Like you know? I mean. To be real, man, it was yeah. basically, you know, we was in an emotional state. Yeah. And I felt like, um, you know, with my teammates, we was basically just trying to sh- shine and shed light on the situation. I mean, it was a lot of emotions going on all week. Um, you know, our team was, you know, obviously flustered from that situation in yep. terms of being on the field and seeing that. And I felt like um, in that situation, I think that was one way of us expressing and making light of the situation. And really, we shouldn't have been in that position, but we was and obviously survived and thought through it. So that was pretty much my um, my take to it, man. It was no excuses. And, you know, hopefully I hear back some soon. Okay. And um, so last one for you, period, on this as well. Um, most important thing here is if, you know, the ruling comes back from the league, sorry, the, the fine stance, is Ocho Cinco going to pay for it, Joe? Is he oh, gonna yeah, do? Yeah. I, I, I talked to Ocho and he said, "Man, if if they don't if they don't uh, take it back, then he'll definitely write a check for me." So I was like, you know, appreciate it, man. Okay. Well, just be careful. Um, he has owed me a pair of Debo's for <laughs> fourteen years. I think he promised me them at a Pro Bowl in the late aughts. Uh, it's uh, now twenty twenty three. So 
You know, I know that there's, you know, it's not, it's not a $13,000 pair of shoes, but he's still, <laughs> you know, be careful with him. Be careful, hey, Joe. Hey, if, I, if I see him, I might have to, uh, yeah. you know, bear hug him a little bit for you. <laughs> you should, yes. It would say, write me, stroke me that check and send the shoes to Rich Eisen already. Will you please do that for me, hey. Joe? We need that for sure. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate you having us uh, top of mind here on this Wednesday. Thanks for calling in. Good luck Sunday. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for having right me. Right back at you. That's Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Ocho Cinco better stroke that check because I don't believe <laughs> the I was in an emotional state is going to. I don't think that holds up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe they just should. 13 racks. Racks on racks on racks. <laughs> what is it from uh, from Rounders? The high society. Let me tell you. Racks on racks on racks. And I guess the uh, Teddy KGB line could be sent towards Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Pay that man his money. Because I think it was Ocho's idea. I think it was Ocho's idea. And he told him, if you do it, Joe, I'll pay your fine. So. Oh, boy. Last game of the day. Last game of the last multiple game Sunday of the year. Hmm. The rematch. Cincinnati and Kansas City. We got two day, two more days to chop it up. The RE match. The RE match. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we should make it about us. <laughs> Why not? You know, I know. I know that there's a tax company that paid to put their name on it, but I mean, it should be us. For nothing. On the Good idea. You're an idea man, TJ. That's well what done. I tried to do. Well done. All right, when we come back, you know who's an idea man as well? Somebody who's not even yet an, uh, a man in the eyes of the Lord just yet. My 11-year-old Coop. <laughs> Coop. Some news on that front involving Rookie of the Year. Two more years, Coop. Don't miss it. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Monster.com knows that scoring your next job is just like a playoff moment from these past few weeks and the one that we're seeing this week. So bring your A-game to your next job. And in order to do that, go to Monster.com. Looking to change positions and join a new team? Monster can help right now because Monster.com has millions of job openings and great coaching and career advice for a strong performance when it counts. Plus, when you upload your resume to Monster.com, you can actually be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. They're checking you out on Monster.com. It specializes in building the right teams for employers. So Monster.com knows how to match you with those job fits. And when you score the position, Monster.com's salary calculator ensures you're paid what you're worth. So guess what? You can go win the job hunt right now and uh, win or go home time at monster.com. So again, um, where do I get my ideas? Sometimes just from the recesses of my mind. Um, And sometimes, 
You know, uh, kind of like Stu Scott. Uh, Stuart Scott got a lot of his ideas from his uh, nieces and nephews at times. That's that's where he found out uh, a lot of the the new music that he was uh, not personally attuned into. Dropped them into his highlight repertoire. Yeah, keep your ear to the streets, Rich. I understand that sometimes it was his nieces and nephews who did that for him. Yeah. Um, my son Cooper, cops. Cuppy Doodles, however you wish to call him. He's got a lot of nicknames in my house. Cooper, after Brock Purdy, let me get this right. He Brock Purdy comes in against the Miami Dolphins. Jimmy Garoppolo gets carted off. Let's get this week right here. The exact date when we first saw Brock Purdy take a snap in a meaningful game, December 4th, first week of December. And then he beats Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So this is the night, December 11th. He's drifting off to sleep. I'm hanging with him. And he says, Dad, can Brock Purdy win Rookie of the Year? God bless him. (laughs) After just his first career start and win. Can he win Rookie of the Year? You know? And I said to him, uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's any... um, Hard and fast rule. So, again, this is very most important part of the story. Left the room to get my phone because I didn't have my phone on me. Because I'm present. <laughs> I brought that up to Susan, As by the father. way, the other day. Just, and what did she say? I just had your back. I was like, you know, Rich didn't have his phone in the room, just so you know. And what was her reaction? She just kind of looked at me. Yeah, like you know, she wanted the, I think she wanted the uh, other. The uh, other answer? The other answer to be true. <laughs> But at any rate, and sure enough, I, I grab my phone, I email NFL Network Research and the you know, staff there says, like, there's no rule. There's no rule. So Brock Purdy for the San Francisco 49ers didn't play a meaningful snap all year long till December the 4th. And then after that, beat Tom Brady in the Bucks, went up to Seattle for his first career road start. Swept the Seahawks, which, as we know, is a pretty key uh, um, W, as it meant a lot in the standings in the division, and then that allowed them to then win the final three games of the year. He won his five starts after coming against the Miami Dolphins. And so guess what? Guess who was uh, a finalist for AP Rookie of the Year today? His name is Brock Purdy. Along with Kenneth Walker III and Garrett Wilson of the Seahawks and Jets, uh, respectively. Now, Garrett Wilson had a terrific year of 1,100 yards, and Kenneth Walker had a 1,000-yard rushing season. The only one on the screen who played from start to finish, that would be Garrett Wilson of the Jets. Kenneth Walker came in the middle of the year, Uh, and he made much of the opportunity. Week five. Right. Week five. I think think Wilson is his award, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. How are you going to give it to a guy who played six games? Easily. Because he dominated those six games. Easily. He dominated. He's got the best team. And Wilson had three different quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson had Flacco to start, Zach Wilson, then Mike White, then Zach Wilson, then Mike White, then then, uh, Flacco. I can't believe the Jets season started and finished with Flacco. I still can't get over that happened 
Wait till we have Aaron Rodgers next year. You know what? <laughs> I would take that now. I, 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 I go back and forth on that. I don't, I don't want to derail our... No, no, you don't have to derail it. I'm just pointing out that Purdy made it. And that, you know, if Purdy wins it... That can, cool. that can absolutely I mean, look, be legit. As and you I, said, it's it's kind of the story that's taken over the second half of the year. And so I guess that's kind of a reward for, hey, we'll make you a finalist. Or but, the second half of the year when you include the playoffs, and that, that doesn't. These votes are all, I believe, tabulated once yeah, the regular season's the over. I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know that. And I, I kind of think, with all due respect to Chris Olave, who was the third man in and the Pepsi version of this award. Yeah. Um, that that Purdy should be a finalist. What he has done and what he did do, and what he did do was take a team and didn't screw it up and actually improve their chances. He took a team that was third in the standings in the conference and they finished second. Now, you could say the Vikings had a lot to do with it. But if I had a vote for this, and you know I'm I'm biased... Um, I, I'd, I'd have voted for Purdy. I would have voted for Brock Purdy. What he did to finish this season and finish it up well for the for the 49ers and look the way that he did and as polished as he did. And, you know, Seattle is a very difficult place to play. That could have been one of those, well, you know, can't win them all. Kid just started. Kid was the last pick in the draft. It's truly Unbelievable. And I, I, I think you could extrapolate out to the full season if he played a full season. The, the Niners would still be a two seed. The way that he played the final six weeks. Go ahead. You can push back, Chris. I could see your face and you think that's ridiculous, but I, I, I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, if he okay. plays this way for six weeks, you know, it also helped to have McCaffrey sitting there too. That's for sure. McCaffrey had a couple of weeks under his belt before also, he showed up. It also up. helped to have his entire roster of of superstars. But he also could throw uh, behind those superstars and have a tip drill interception. He could also dirt it at the feet of one of those superstars a little bit too much. He could also uh, fumble the snap. He could also have trouble at the mesh point with some of his superstars. Reads. He could have problems with all of those, and he hasn't done anything any of them and as a matter of fact he's actually enhanced things i mean he wasn't asked to win any of the games he was asked to not lose them but chris like you just said though he had his old team so they had a team that was set up for success so all the pressure imagine all this pressure this kid last pick comes in and now he wasn't ever getting snaps with the first team and and also hold on let me let me push back on one other thing because i know i know the answer to it already Who's the guy who really is a, an engine of this team? Debo's their Debo is their, their 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 true, you know, id, their engine in a way, but their id it was Kittle. Correct. And where was Kittle with Garoppolo and Lance? Not doing these last six weeks. Kittle's la- Kittle's connection with Purdy has been yeah it made, amazing. It made him an All Pro. Debo. Was there? McCaffrey was there towards the you know the middle of the season, but Kittle on this offense was kind of I want to use the word non-existent, even though I just did. Certainly wasn't as front and center. Purdy has found Kittle. That's no question about it. Purdy's numbers, Kittle's numbers with Purdy doesn't compare. 
to what we saw for the first 10 weeks oh, of the season. Wait, what do you have, like 10 touchdowns? I, the last? I, I, I so, was almost going to say something. So you got to give credit. That maybe you, it's Kittle like, I was almost going to say this, Rich. It's Kittle like a little overrated no. before? And then Purdy came in. And I was oh, like, is that oh, what you're saying? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, no, no, no. Uh, Kittle is Kittle, yeah. He wasn't doing anything. Those other guys weren't getting him the ball. Not like Purdy. But then again, Rich, the, the, the tight end's a, a young quarterback's best friend. Correct. Right? So Usually the, the young quarterback will find the tight end first, but it's not like Debo's disappeared, McCaffrey disappeared, or anybody else. Ayuk, too. That's a good team, man. That's, a That's good, why I would choose Purdy team. as my guy. Sorry, Garrett. A prisoner of the moment. Okay. Eight, four, well, you put that up as a poll question there. Who's, who's rookie of the year? Sure. Put that up there. My top five coach of the year candidates Ooh, yeah. from the five finalists that were named. That's coming up. Albert Breer in hour number three. When we return, Matthew Hasselbeck Matthew of the Brockman? worldwide leader in sports. Chris, Chris Brockman, a lost Brock. Hasselbeck. Chris Hasselbeck. <laughs> That's next. Your phone calls as well. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're still here on Roku. Still here on Roku, folks. Um, and plus, I want Purdy to win, so Coop is right. <laughs> Squad goals. He was the first to say it. I hadn't heard it anywhere else. I mean, it is it is like an 11-year-old to completely... Was that after one game? Yeah, I told you. He finished well against the Dolphins. Then he beat the Bucks, And they looked really good doing it. As you remember, they, they dismantled Tampa. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, can Purdy do it? That's when he did it. And I think Brockman's pushing back. He doesn't want Coop to be right because deep down, he doesn't want to be equated to an 11-year-old on overreaction Monday ideas. <laughs> I, I they, mean, they are, they, I, they I are like say, adolescent ideas. Yeah, they I would are. say people would argue most of my overreactions are like an 11-year-old. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is fine. It was like an overreaction Monday topic. It was great. It was I mean, actually, I, I, I it was it. A, if, if overreaction Sunday, do you get your ideas trying to make sure that your little boy gets to sleep? Because that's where I come up with my idea no, for that I come last up segment. With after he goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, usually a lot of my ideas come while I'm singing Ants Go Marching. There you go. Very good. <laughs> Get to like seven. I'm trying to rhyme stuff with seven. Yeah. It not work out too well. Right. And you accidentally put on Sam Jackson reading the Go to the F to Sleep book? book? Uh, no, we have the Die Hard book. Okay. Because they made that into oh, like a children's did they Christmas really? book. Yeah. Oh, is that right? But then I have to skip a few of the pages, like when Tagagi. Oh, gosh. You know what I mean? Got it. (laughs) That I have a machine gun? Ho, ho, ho. Exactly. Okay, very good. (laughs) 